The material shared within this podcast is based on the personal experiences and learnings of the presenter. Coloplast has paid the presenter for sharing this information. Nothing within this podcast is intended to be used as medical advice and or used to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Coloplast Professional Bowel and Bladder Matters Podcast, where we explore various important topics related to ostomies and continence. Welcome to the Coloplast Professional Bowel and Bladder Podcast, where we explore various topics in ostomy and continence. I'm your host, Crystal Luna Anderson. I'm a certified wound ostomy nurse and a certified foot care nurse and a Coloplast clinical consultant. Today's podcast guest is Angela Graham. Angela has been a nurse for 35 years and found her passion in home health nursing. She has 29 years of home health experience in a variety of roles from a field clinician to an auditor and manager, but for the past 20 years has focused on education. She obtained her CWOCN 17 years ago and is currently a clinical education consultant for a home care and hospice organization. We are thrilled to have her. Today, we will be discussing ostomy challenges in home health care. Angela, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your knowledge about the home care environment and its challenges. Thank you, Crystal. I love home health and I love ostomy care. So anytime I can talk about that, I am happy to. That's fantastic. So, Angela, one of the first things that that we really kind of want to lay the foundation with is with today's topic discussing ostomy challenges in home care, in your opinion, does the clinician's experience create a challenge when caring for ostomy patients in the home care setting? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For those who don't know, when clinicians start in home care, they're coming from a wide variety of background and they may never have ostomy experience at all. And one of the interesting things about all the home health agencies out there in the country is their volume of ostomy patients is greatly um, varied. So, for instance, if they're near an urban area or a medical center that does a lot of ostomy surgery, then they're going to have much more of a um, patient base with ostomies than, let's say, a more rural um, agency that may only see one ostomy maybe a year. And so, You combine that along with clinicians who may or may not have experience, then you can get into all kinds of situations. So um, it definitely um, has an impact on the day-to-day care. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I'm sure you're just touching on some of those challenges, but can you elaborate a little bit more on how those challenges might affect the ostomate in the home care setting? Absolutely. Again, um, you know, Anytime we approach a patient and we may not be confident uh, in our skills or our knowledge that we need to have to take care of the patient, you know, sometimes that we can, um, that can be read by that patient and that family. They can feel that uncertainty or that intimidation. And so um, having experience and or having a, a, a nice basic baseline of education can make that nurse or clinician feel a little more confident and maybe communicate that. Um, even if they may not know, but, you know, communicate that to the patient and the family so that it's a good experience. Because if it gets off to a rocky start, that that really can tumble into a lot of, um, you know, barriers to reaching their goals, patient satisfaction issues, and then, you know, everything becomes an uproar 
back at the office because of, of that of that experience. So it does play a big part in it. And thank you so much for for sharing that, Angela. I think a lot of times clinicians, I don't think they mean to to dismiss that piece of of the ostomy care component, but but it's a it's really a huge piece. So thank you for acknowledging the patient's yeah. experience along right. with the nurse's experience right. and background. Right. Because you know that patient is just they're completely, they may be completely um emotional. Uh, they woke up from surgery with an ostomy that they weren't expecting. And when they go home, they, you know, they're expecting someone to walk in that home and that's going to be able to guide them and help them. They're looking at them for support uh, and for help. And, you know, hopefully you're, the clinician's able to provide it, but then sometimes it, it might be a little bit, they're both in the same emotional place. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so it can, it, it can be um, a challenge. That's for sure. Absolutely. I love that. The emotion. I think as clinicians, we, we've all cried a few times w- with our patients um, yeah. at some point. Um, so that, that's just what makes it so special. So, you know, Angela, now that we, you know, we, we've discussed various experiences um, w- with clinicians, but what about your experience? Can you share some experiences that you've come across when clinicians are calling you for guidance? Because you are the clinical expert. One of the uh primary things or uh, the most common thing, unfortunately, that can happen over my um, years of experience is getting a call from a nurse about a patient. And we're discussing, you know, it might be leakage is the issue or peristomal skin issues. And I'll start asking some questions. And eventually we get around to, I'll ask, how long has this been going on? And I'm, I'm sad to say that sometimes, well, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Um, And if I can tell a clinician anything, it's please, please call day one of a problem and not let something go on and on. But in the clinician's defense, they may not realize it's not normal and that they can't fix it. And, you know, what they're doing is not working. But getting on top of those ostomy problems, as you and I both know, is is crucial to turning it around and not preventing something from getting worse. That's one thing for sure. So absolutely, absolutely. And Angela, yeah. is it is it always in your experience that it's the nurse reaching out or could you hear from somebody else? No, often it might be management or someone in finance because a lot of times a problem may not even be identified until someone's looking at, you know, ordering practices and supply management. And so patient A may be getting six boxes of some type of ostomy supply ordered in a really short period of time. And so they're suddenly reaching out like, what's the problem here? And why are we ordering so many supplies? And so I might get tapped into at that point and then have to do some investigation or um, the patients who are calling um, after hours a lot or PRN visits. You know, that's one of the huge things in home health right now is visit utilization monitoring um, and, and being uh, wise about, you know, patient uh, visit utilization. And so being tuned into that from a management perspective is just as important as that clinician's education, because that may be the first thing that lets you know, you know what, I think maybe we need some help here or there's a problem um, than basic ostomy care going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's an important piece that I think every care setting, um, I know today we're discussing home care, but that supply um, mm-hmm. over utilization, you want clinicians to be 
well-informed on how to use product, I, I would think, right, in, in ostomy oh, care. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That is that is crucial. <laughs> Very crucial. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. And I, I think that's just a really great perspective. I love the supply piece and I love not waiting before it gets out of hand. Because mm-hmm. we all know, as you mentioned, it's just this this snowball effect. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, when you're having these experiences with with clinicians or the office, and they're calling you for help, do you have any tips um, for clinicians on on how to better understand the language around ostomy care or products in ostomy care? Just overall, what what could they better understand, and what tips and tricks do you have um, that would help them? It's funny that you say that. That is one of the things. It's almost like you have to play ostomy bingo to, or, <laughs> or have an ostomy lingo, that. an ostomy lingo tip sheet to uh, give out to everybody. Because I mean, regionally and internationally, we all have different words for different things in ostomy care. There's not a a a, 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 a universal language in general, especially Absolutely. when you're speaking again to that novice clinician that um, may have no clue as to what you're talking about. So, you know, I have to really break it down sometimes. Um, I know what budded stomas are. I know what retracted stomas are. But when you're talking to a clinician, they may not even understand that. And so one of my fall back to um, words that I use, I, I sort of stop and say, okay, if you're looking at the patient's stoma, and sometimes I even have to define what is the stoma. But when you're looking at a stoma, is it an any or an outie? Because most of us can remember the our belly button discussions. Do we have an any or an outie? And so um, when I start talking like that, it's like you can almost hear the light bulbs going off over the telephone. And so or saying, does the stoma stick up above the skin or is it low? And then you get into, you know, what is convex versus flat? And it it, it is a true challenge and that is one of the first places to start is trying to help them understand all that lingo. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And so hearing you discuss some of the lingo, Angela, do you, do you start with maybe some basic lingo for assessment and then some basic lingo for product? Because you got to, I would, I mean, well, we all know this. You, you got to make sure you have them both to get the right solution. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and you sort of have to match what kind of uh, the body, the body lingo to the product lingo in order for them to understand the pieces that go together and why we're using it. So yes, um, it it is a, each phone call and each contact with a clinician (laughs) is its own little education session. But but, uh, talking about products, you know, one of my pet peeves is why do we call paste paste? Because (laughs) every clinician and patients even assume that paste is glue and more glue is better and a lot of glue is going to make this pouch stick. And I'm like, no, if you use that much, it's going to be off the time you get out of the driveway. So, <laughs> um, you know, paste is not glue. And, and what is convex? Convex isn't concave. And, and it just goes on and on. And so you just really have to break it down um, and talk on their level, that whether it's patient, a caregiver, or the nurse on the phone, and give them the words in a way that um, they can visualize it and understand it in order to put all the pieces together. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's not difficult. It's just a lot of detail in ostomy. Yes. That, that, yes. That's really what it is. Absolutely. So, <laughs> that's fantastic. I, I, I really wish we, we had all day to chat, Angela, but any final parting thoughts, um, anything that really resonates with you from your experience and in understanding that there are challenges and there will continue to be? Right. I think um, agencies need to 
you know, be aware of some of these challenges like we discussed today and however they can arrange, you know, education, access to WLC nurses or partnering with their um, industry partners, understanding that, you know, patient satisfaction is so huge in the home health arena, but also the staff satisfaction, pride in their, in their work, and then, you know, having less stressed out nurses, taking care of referrals successfully, it just all makes for a positive mix. If we can always keep that in the forefront of what we're thinking about and making sure that everybody is um, getting the education that they need. I think that's one of the big things. Wonderful, wonderful. Those are amazing uh, parting thoughts. Thank you again, Angela, as a colleague, as a friend for being with us today and just sharing all your knowledge and experience. Um, Again, we hope to do this again. I, I enjoyed it very much. I agree. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Bowel and Bladder Matters podcast, part of Coloplast Professional where we believe clinician education related to ostomies and continence matters. For more educational resources from Coloplast, visit us at coloplast.us professional.